All right, welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is episode 18, and we have a very special episode today. I know a lot of you guys are probably thinking, like, Adam, when you say it's a very special episode every episode, but they're all special, but this one is particularly special because one of the things that the Face Off Spot is about is kind of shining a light on the positive things that are going on within the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth hockey community, okay? And one of those things is a, is a tournament that's coming up here pretty soon. It's the Guns and Hoses tournament, okay? So I have a couple guys in the uh, studio today, and they are both uh, heavily involved in in putting together this tournament and making this happen. Uh, I have in the studio today Mr. Brad Buckland. Brad, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. And on the phone, way up in uh, North uh, North Dallas, or just east of Dallas, but kind of far away from the Mansfield studio, I have Officer Rick Mitchell. He's the tournament director for the Guns and Hoses tournament. Rick, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Appreciate you guys having me. Hey, well, so I know that we kind of ironed out, you know, some of these de- details. We were trying to kind of put this episode together, and we kind of were able to find, uh, obviously, a time and a place to to get together for this. So I do appreciate you guys coming on. But just uh, for everybody that knows Brad Buckland, I do want to say that he did not bring cowboy hat today, okay? There is no cowboy hat in the studio. I know that you're known for your cowboy hat. Uh, you wouldn't have been able to wear it anyway because we have to wear the headphones, uh, which we don't usually do for the podcast, but we had to uh, wear the headphones today. But uh, Brad, how are the cowboy hats? Are they at home? Are they they're, they're dry? I know it's raining today, so is that... Yep, they are dry. Actually, the, the one for the winter uh, tournaments is actually being kind of cleaned and shaped, getting ready for... Uh, uh, for the fall season here, so okay. So is is this a Stanley Cup type situation to where I mean, uh, there's hats that are for you know specific uh, specific events and special special evenings. And then how long are these hats kept around? Are there new hats that are coming in, or what? What's the we people want to know about the hats? Actually, it, how it all started was uh, we you know we figured since we were handing out boot trophies, we might as well do it with a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. So uh, three seasons ago, actually. Um, uh, purchased hats for all of the rink staff, the GMs. Milt has a hat. Yeah, at, at uh, all the uh, facilities that we have at the Eight Star Center facilities here in Dallas. And um, everybody wore them, I think, that first season uh, as we were handing the awards out. And then season ended, came back, hats just kind of disappeared. And so at the end of the day, I was the only one that still had the hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, when I would walk into the rink, people were like, hey, where's, you know, where's the hat? So it, it kind of stuck. So I just started wearing it as part of kind of our signature or my signature. And so now I'm kind of known nationally as the guy, yeah. the tournament director in the cowboy hat. So Yeah. Well, you're easy to pick out in case, and I don't know, I'm assuming that's a good thing, but you're easy to pick out. It's just, oh, the guy with the cowboy hat. He's sure. The, he's, the one, uh, he's the one that's running the tournament here. But uh, no, I guess I can say, um, you know, I think that we kind of met... Um, you know, because I've been working at the Star Center in Mansfield since it opened. So I think that we met uh, probably one of those uh, weekends where, where we had one of those tournaments down there. But I know that you're you're really busy during the tournaments, but uh, you've been doing this for a little while, so you're kind of used to it, yeah? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun. I mean, I've put, uh, put a lot of time and effort into it. We've got a great staff. Uh, we've got a, a number of people uh, that sit with me on the tournament organizing committee, you know, that come from backgrounds of hockey at all levels, uh, mm-hmm. many years uh, from, you know, just starting out all the way up uh, to the NHL. So got a great support system. And, you know, like I tell everybody, I mean, the planning and 
some of the uh, uh, some of the ideas that we come up with from a concept from a tournament perspective are all great, and that's where a lot of you know myself and my staff our work comes in. But really, when it comes down to running the tournament, as you know, right, mm-hmm. it's I'm it's there. the rinks and it's the operations staff and uh, the staff that are at, actually at the facilities that really make it. Uh, make it happen, make it run smoothly. So props to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's kind of one of those things, too, where, you know, during a lot of these big tournaments, you know, you have different teams playing all throughout the, you know, Metroplex at all the different star centers. So it's one of those to where you just want to make sure that everybody's doing their part because it's one of those things to where everybody's seeing multiple rings, you know, throughout that weekend or, um, you know, so everybody, you know, and I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say that I think my staff and I, at least, you know, in Mansfield, that, you know, we try and do a good job with that. And, um, you know, so it's 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 all part of one big team. We're part sure. of it. We're part of a big team. You know, sometimes people, you know, just think that, uh, you know, that uh, each rink is kind of doing their own thing. But there's a lot of direction for from you guys about the tournaments and, you know, what it is that we're going to do, you know, special, you know, during those things. So uh, there's a lot of communication that goes into that, but I think the stars do a great job about it. Um, obviously, um, you know, I kind of know a little bit about it because I'm on those emails, you know, I kind of know what uh, what we're being communicated to and all that. So that's good. But um, anyway, Rick, to bring you in real quick. Um, so, you know, usually we, we kind of have our guests on and, you know, if people are kind of kind of involved in hockey and have been playing hockey for a little bit, we usually like to kind of go back and I kind of ask how you got started in it. Is this something that you picked up recently? Have you been playing for a while? And if you have been playing for a while, you know, where did it start? And uh, yeah, can you, can you, can you go through that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've, I've lived in Texas for about 12 years now. I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, I started playing hockey when I was about eight years old. So uh, that's about 22 years worth of, of playing experience so far. Mm-hmm. Um. I kind of my claim to fame, so to speak, would be uh, my high school teammate is uh, Winnipeg Jets goalie Connor Hellebuck, who, oh, yeah. of course, just 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 won the Vesna last night and uh, got his third All-Star selection. So I was teammates with him in high school. Um, I moved down to Texas to pursue my career uh, as a police officer, and um, I've still been playing uh, regularly down here. Uh, I play up at the Frisco Star Center, so. Um, I, you know, I've been, I've played in Europe a couple times, um, tournaments. And so I've just kind of, I've really kind of played hockey all over the world. So to me is, uh, it's my favorite sport and it's a good hobby outside of work for sure. Oh, no, absolutely. And especially when, you know, kind of getting into, you know, what this tournament is about. And I know it does a lot of, you know, really, really uh, positive things. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like you're getting to get together, you know, with your fellow officers and and you're able to go kind of compete and do something that's maybe a little bit, you know, um, more fun and something that you guys can kind of like, you know, enjoy together. Not saying that working together isn't isn't a joy, but sometimes it's fun to be able to to kind of uh you know take that bond because i've always said this you know i've played in a handful of uh, men's league tournaments but you always kind of hate playing against some of those those teams where it's like oh all those guys have a really close bond or all those guys have you know played together for a long time or worked together or whatever because they're just that much harder to beat because they work together kind of like as a team so it's one of those things to where like you know i'm assuming that there's a lot of the kind of the same guys that play you know every year because they want to be a part of that team am i right yeah, absolutely. You know, and so like with this tournament particularly, what makes it special for for us or me as 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 a police officer is I get to skate with, you know, fellow officers and firefighters and 
um, guys that, you know, served in the military as well. And so, you know, like regularly, you know, when I just go play, you know, that's just a mixed group of guys, Mm -hmm. you know, that I've been playing on the same team for years. And, um, you may, you may run into another, another copper fireman, depending on where you play, what league you're in. But, um, you know, the team is kind of a mixed group of people. Whereas with this tournament, there are full teams, you know, I also play on a a couple different uh, police hockey teams in which the team is comprised of solely, you know, police officers. Yeah. And, um, I, one, one of those teams is guys from all over the U S and a couple from Canada as well. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to, with this tournament, particularly, it's nice to be able to kind of, you know, for us just kind of get our minds off of work for a weekend and have a blast with each other and, just kind of kick back and and enjoy it yeah because you know what you're really thinking about is like okay you have x amount of games but you guys are around each other all weekend all that time even just chatting in the locker room or just like that's kind of where those like really special bonds happen you know and that that happens with you know um you know i try and say that that happens with a lot of people that decide to you know play hockey is that they kind of find that camaraderie and especially when you already have a strong bond you know as far as being firefighters or police officers or all those things so it's just almost like you're kind of able to reinforce that bond but you're also able to kind of you know raise some you know money for some good things so can you kind of go through you know what some of those donations and and where some of this money goes that um, you know is positively affecting you know you guys? Yeah, so I'll just explain. Uh, that'll kind of tie into what the Guns and Hoses Foundation is all about. So um, the Guns and Hoses Foundation of North Texas was founded back in 2002. And what it is, it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Okay, so any any money that you send to the, the foundation or any time that you uh, donate, you know, volunteering or whatever, you can write off. Uh, on your taxes or put down as community service, that, that kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. strictly a volunteer um, charitable organization. Okay. And what the purpose of the Guns and Hoses Foundation is, is to provide financial assistance to the immediate families that lose uh, a police or fireman, you know, in, in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. So, if, you know, if, if the husband's an officer or a firefighter and he gets killed or severely hurt in the line of duty, we step in and we provide financial assistance to the wife and the kiddos uh, of that family. And so, um, you know, this is the 19th year that the organization has been in existence. Um, and we've, we've been able to um, provide financial assistance to uh, about 65 families in that time frame, which that might not seem like a lot, but when you talk about, you know, people getting killed in the line of duty, you know, in 19 years, that's, that is kind of, and that's, that we just cover North Texas. All yeah. right. So there's 19 counties in North Texas that we cover. So there's other guns and hoses foundations throughout the state and the country that have their own areas of coverage. But ours is just the 19 counties within the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. So if you, you talk about 19 years of doing this and having to write, you know, roughly 65 checks to a spouse that, you know, has lost their, their spouse in the line of duty serving, you know, it's, it, it makes it, it kind of brings it full circle. Um, and so that's, that's really what the foundation is about. And, you know, we run three major events throughout a calendar year. Um, the biggest one, most people probably have heard it's the boxing tournament. Um, that takes place usually every fall. Of course, this year 
we had to scrap that uh, because of the pandemic. But mm-hmm. uh, that's our biggest event. Um, the golf tournament as well. We get about 450 golfers out on the uh, Firewheel Golf Park. Um, all three courses are rented out all day. And, uh, you know, if you've played in a golf tournament, you know, 450 golfers is yep. it's pretty substantial. So that, that we generate a lot of revenue with those two. And then our third biggest event, of course, here is the, is the hockey tournament. And this has been gaining more more traction over the last few years in our partnership with Brad and the Dallas Stars Tournament Series. And um, so we've, you know, we've been able to um, increase our, our revenue from that. But all the money that we make from these tournaments as a foundation, whether it be from participant uh, entry fees or donations or merchandise sales or any kind of, um, you know, revenue that we would generate goes into that, into our, our account mm-hmm. and uh, as a foundation. And we, you know, it just, it sits there and, and we, you know, we, we don't touch it until we, we need to write a check to the family. And so it's, um, it's, it's a good way for us to, you know, help, um, you know, give back to, you know, these, these officers and firefighters that, that get killed in the line of duty. No, no. I mean, and it's just, it's overall just a, a great thing. And, um, you know, as far as, you know, you were saying, um, you know, this tournament had been going on for a little bit before kind of that um, partnership with, you know, obviously Brad and, and the Stars as far as their tournaments. But, um, Brad, can you kind of go through, you know, that initial kind of, um, you know, meeting as far as I'm sure you guys saw that, hey, this is something that's just, you know, beneficial to everybody involved. And, you know, if you guys could kind of bring your um, expertise kind of on, on some of your, you know, tournament, you know, run side of it, um, how did that kind of come to be? Rick, you can also talk on this, but uh, Brad's in the studio um, how did that come to be? Sure. And Rick and I have chatted, you know, a lot over the last uh, few seasons that we've been doing this, but, uh, you know, I, and again, Rick, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the tournament, uh, the hockey tournament actually started back in 2006 with a handful of police and fire, uh, at, uh, at our Plano, uh, facility, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. I believe that's, that's accurate. And it, it continued on uh, like that for, um, uh, for several years. And then I want to say probably the 16-17 season, uh, the Guns and Hoses Foundation, with this particular tournament, approached Dallas Stars and Dallas Stars tournaments uh, about, you know, hey, we, we have the rinks, we run tournaments, um, you know, let's partner together and, uh, and see if we can uh, – uh, uh, you know, get more exposure, you know, and, and again, the Guns and Hoses Foundation North Texas is there for, uh, you know, for their purpose, and we run the tournaments, and so it was kind of an easy transition, but it's always been looked at as a partnership. Yep. Uh, and then let's kind of fast forward to the 17-18 season um, when Rick and I really uh, first started partnering together. We actually expanded – uh, the tournament uh, uh, to open it up to non-public safety teams, mm-hmm. the beer league, you know, the SSHL, the the guys uh, not only here locally, guys and gals not only here locally, but uh, across the nation and mm-hmm. even, you know, even Canada, uh, if inclined. Uh, and I think that really uh, is what kind of started the, the snowball of the tournament, you know, gaining some traction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, after that first season, uh, 17-18, I had actually reached out to USA Hockey because we had another adult tournament uh, that was an adult classic, uh, USA Hockey Adult Classic. 
that uh, we really kind of wanted to we wanted to keep, but we wanted to bring it in. And what better way to do that? You know, since we had the merge of of police and fire and military with the beer leagues, let's see if we can co-brand. So I reached out to USA Hockey. Uh, they thought it was a great idea, so we co-branded it the Guns and Hoses USA Hockey Adult Classic, and that's that's where it's been. So nice. nice. Well, uh, I I did play last year, um, Brad. There was the um, the the tournament team where it was just kind of the employees of the Dallas Stars. Sure. We had those neat little uh, red practice jerseys or whatever. But uh, it's kind of a funny funny story, um, you know. So I guess we were trying to kind of you know put this. Uh, podcast together this meeting together so you'd called brian about uh you know hey do you happen to have adam's number kind of trying to you know get a hold of him and i just happened to be out of town but uh it was funny he was uh whenever i played last last year we we had a couple good games but uh, there might have been one game where i might have gotten a little carried away might have gotten you know a few penalties so he joked he's like yeah i thought they were going to kind of just you know uh retroactively uh suspend you but turns out that was the (laughs) not the case but uh if uh if i do end up playing i do have a couple invitations uh to play this year which I'm, I just kind of need to check my schedule. But, I mean, I think it's going to be just as fun as it was last year. And I was really blown away because um, I've competed in, you know, quite a few uh, adult hockey tournaments in my career. But I was just kind of uh, amazed about how many teams were at the Guns and Hoses one. Because I guess I just had kind of assumed that, okay, like this is kind of a nice like little fundraiser or, you know, this little event. And I was completely wrong. I didn't realize the scope and, and how many teams are, are kind of coming into that. So do we do we, we have teams from out of town for this tournament, right? Yes, yeah, we did. And we this started, uh, what, two seasons ago, I think we're on the public safety side. We actually had uh, FDNY, mm-hmm. uh, a team from uh, New York, come down, and and again we've had we've drawn teams from Oklahoma, uh, obviously on police and fire, but also in uh, on the non-public safety side, uh, Louisiana. But last year, uh, we had the NYPD detectives team come down. Uh, they are coming down again this year, but we've also got a team from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a team from Louisiana. We've got a team from Colorado. Uh, we've got a team from uh, Wichita, Kansas, right. uh, coming in again. So, uh, and we we did have uh, uh, some teams that were looking at it from California, but uh, uh, they unfortunately weren't able to put it together and time, and make it for this one. But um, it's it's really grown, and and what's exciting to see is it's not only growing on the non-public safety side or the public safety side; it's growing on both. And yeah. So. We're really starting to draw, and you know, and again, we had, you know, if you if you look at it over the last three or four seasons, I think we went from, you know, 16, 17 teams to 24, 25, to last season 32, uh, and we're going to be just shy of 30, uh, I think, this year. So. Well, it's one of those things, and I talk about it on the podcast quite a bit, but it's one of those things to where, like, I just really feel like hockey is growing down here just exponentially, just uh, crazy. So um, I actually grew up um, playing travel hockey um, from the age of, let's see, I was a mite. I quit when I was a Bantam, so a mite's a Bantam, so let's see, 7 to, I don't know, 15, 16, call it. But I played Taha. So at that time during Taha, there was, and I might miss a team, but I think this was it. This was the whole travel organization. There was Wichita, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Houston, Dallas. There might have been a St. Louis team. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, Dallas only had one travel hockey team. It was the it was the Dallas Junior Stars, and, and that was it. By the time I had stopped playing travel, by the time I was a Bantam, there was probably 
I don't know, five different organizations. And that's just how much it had grown. Not only that, but there was, I think, only one star center when I had started playing hockey. And this is within a, a 10-year span, you know? So it's like, obviously, hockey is growing down here exponentially. So if you have these tournaments down here like that, it just seems that that should be, you know, it's like how many, you know, new guys are getting into hockey, you know, every day down here, especially, you know, with the stars doing as well as they are. It's just one of those things to where it's just, I feel like it's just going to continue to grow. And especially being a, you know, southernly, uh, you know, located, you know, state, I just think that it's great. But uh, I really feel like a lot of that has to do with, you know, how the stars are running things down here and kind of just the organization and, and how that that's run. So it is, it is. And, and, you know, and again, the facilities, I mean, I can't give enough credit to the facilities. I mean, they're, they're great, uh, uh, great rinks. A lot of folks nationally don't realize that, you know, the stars own eight facilities yes. here. Yes. And in my conversations, you know, in the various emails and the phone calls that we get, uh, a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of folks don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that, you know, six of our star centers, right, are all probably within a 20 to 25-mile radius of each other. Right. So literally you can stay in Plano and you can play in McKinney and you're still not that far from the rink. Mm-hmm. And you can still get a flavor of everything that there is to do in Dallas because you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different locations, there's different things to do, places to go, things to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really a great experience. And then you take that – uh, and you kind of uh, uh, melt in all the other things that we do, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, having hockey shift uh, and, and tracking stats and statistics. We try to automate everything as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got eyes on, you know, everything now with Live Barn, which uh, you've probably heard me talk about Toronto and Texas. That mm-hmm. was, yep. that's kind of our control center where we actually have like a security camera. Yeah. We've got eyes on every sheet of ice. We do that for our larger. Uh, our larger tournaments, mm-hmm. um, but you know, you take you take the uh, the accommodations that we have mm-hmm. uh, with state of play. You take the boot trophies. You take the six shooter MVP award now, the Cowboy Trophy. Yeah. Uh, we're introducing also this season, new this season, is a tournament division MVP award, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually a belt buckle. Well, nice. Has a cowboy hat on it. There you so go. There you go. So, so that's your signature. So joking, signature, jokingly yeah, within the office, uh, the 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 folks refer to it as Bucks Buckle. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, we we're, that's not what it's. But uh, called. Uh, but not... it, anyway, it's a, it's a great little uh, you know it's a great little ad uh, you know uh, to it, and people love coming to Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I uh... I think you've seen that with. Uh, a lot of the major other major events that we've had, the ACHA National Championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, we're hosting uh, Dallas Stars tournaments is hosting the uh, USA Hockey Tier Two Fourteen U National Championships in McKinney. Uh, we were going to be hosting the uh, USA Hockey High School National Championships mm-hmm. in March of this year yes. in Mansfield. Yes, it was in Mansfield, but unfortunately, yes, due yeah. to the pandemic, da- pandemic that was. Uh, that was, I, I say, postponed. Actually, what USA Hockey did is we've lifted and shifted that to 2022. So right. we'll be back in Mansfield with the high school national championship. Well, that's 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 awesome because I was definitely really, you know, really looking forward to that. Um, but just, you know, kind of re- rewinding just a little bit because you were talking about those fancy uh, boot trophies, but. I actually have one in my office from not this past season, but the season before. I took uh, took the U twelve Mansfield team, and we uh, we ended up getting one of the trophies. They're very nice. Looks great in my office. Yep, 
I, I think I'm, I've got a few in my office. Oh too, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you got <laughs> so. it. Sure, you got a few in your office, Brad, for sure. Hey, but I did see um, your. You said you kind of had these like live barn, um, and I can't remember where I saw this. I think it was maybe there's some clip, some media clip or whatever. But it was it just like you. It looked like you in kind of like a war room where you're kind of looking at like uh, literally a million different. Uh, Screens. That's exactly exactly. So those what screens are the tournaments that are going on. Exactly what it is. Yeah, and and we did it. You know, as as the series has has grown, uh, both from an adult perspective, uh, with Guns and Hoses USA Hockey Adult Classic, which again is probably our premier and you know the biggest and the only real true adult tournament uh, uh, that we run. And that's not saying that we don't have others, but mm-hmm. on the youth side. Uh, you know, our top shelf uh, uh, hockey challenge that's in February over President's Day weekend. Largest youth tournament in Texas. Yep. Uh, 200 teams uh, usually is where uh, where we shoot for. Um, and, you know, I have, as I've said before, you know, many times when I've been asked about it, I love getting around all the rinks. Mm-hmm. But with a tournament that size, with that many games, that many people, it's extremely difficult for me to, right. you know, make a showing everywhere. So... Uh, being a kind of a technical guy, uh, uh, you know, uh, from a career perspective, I reached out to Live Barn uh, and partnered with their technical folks and actually got them to help us set up, like I said, Toronto and Texas. Yeah. And so it is a control room. It's a war room. Uh, we have basically 16 feeds mm-hmm. from Live Barn coming in. We have, have it on a big screen uh, at the office. And we literally have eyes on every game. We can expand. We can look at something, you know, and we're watching, but we're also on the phone. Yeah. We're answering emails. Usually the first day of the tournament, there's a lot of that that goes on yeah. uh, administratively. But uh, it's a really great concept, and it works out really, really well for the larger tournament. Yeah, no, I've really tried to figure out all the different settings on Live Barn. If I ever, you know, had, had a nice goal in men's league, which nobody's there for, there's literally not a single person in the crowd. But if, you know, if there's a nice goal or something, try and go back on Live Barn and try and enhance it, zoom in, make sure I can get the the best possible sure. look on that that sweet goal that I just scored. Yeah. So well, that's, my, it, that, it, that, that's how I've gotten to, you know, use yeah. Live Barn. And another thing, I'll, I'll tell you, just recently from our Labor Day tournament, uh, which is the 17th year that we've run the Texas Shootout, again, 88 teams, I think, is what uh, uh, what we had in here. Actually, we partnered with uh, Live Barn, partnered with Moxie's, oh, yeah. uh, Sandman Signature in yeah. Plano Frisco there, to actually live stream uh, the games in the restaurant. And mm-hmm. so they had six TVs where they were actually doing it. It was a great, you know, way, especially now, that mm-hmm. the, the time that we live in, um, you know, social distance, of course, but it was a great yeah. place for people to go, have a bite to eat, a great restaurant. And, is, there a new and mo- is there a new Moxie's? I believe there is. Okay. I, I forgot where it was, but I got an email about it. But it was up in... It's one of those I do like to, you know, definitely uh, go to those things, but it's like I got an email about it and I can't, couldn't remember what it was. I was trying to give it a quick plug, but uh, yeah, no, but that's totally cool. Well, uh, hey, so Rick, to kind of uh, get back to you real quick. Uh, so, who, uh, so who are you playing with? How, actually, I was kind of wondering how... How does this work as far as like um, the division for the um, you know the police and firefighters? Are they all in the same division, or how how does that work? Rick, are you are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh. Um, so the divisions we and, and Brad kind of touched on it, talking about public safety versus non-public safety and our and how we work that. So what we do is we take all of the total teams, and you know you're either a public safety team, police, fire, military type team. 
or your non-public safety, which would be one of the, you know, rec league SSHL teams. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we just split you up public safety on one side, non-public safety in the other. And in each division, we have three basically levels. We have a gold, a silver, and a bronze. Yep. And gold, gold would be like your A, B level. Silver is like B, C level. And then bronze would be C and lower, basically. And so uh, Brad and his guys, uh, they, you know, they, they perform the leveling um, to make sure that the, the tournament is, you know, evenly um, leveled, so to speak, and, and make yep. sure that we don't have an A-League team sandbagging down in, in bronze, you know. And so it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a joint effort because I'm much more familiar with the, the police and fire teams because right. I, I told you I, I play on a couple police teams. One of them here is local. Um, and so I'm, I'm pretty familiar. Um, this is my fifth year running the Guns and Hoses tournament the hockey tournament from the guns and hoses side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I played in the tournament a few years prior to taking it over at the end of the 2015 tournament. So yeah. um, 2016 is when I picked it up and was approached and asked if I wanted to, to run it. And um, so 2016 was the first year. And again, we were stuck in that 12 to 14 team range with nothing but public safety teams. And then yeah. it was in that 2017 season when, when Brad kind of talked about that earlier, how, we approached them and kind of got that joint partnership, but we, you know, we, we break the divisions up. So there's a gold, silver and a bronze, ideally on both sides, public safety and non. So we're looking yeah. um, about six divisions usually per tournament. And wow. that's, that's just kind of how the, I mean, the leveling is, is yeah. talent wise. But I mean, there's, there's a lot of men's league tournaments. I mean, not necessarily Dallas stars, just tournaments in general where you might only have three divisions, you know what I mean? And you're thinking like this tournament has right. six six different divisions you know what i mean um yeah we might you know we might only have three or four teams in say like the gold you know because a lot Mm -hmm. of teams we got to keep it true yeah yeah, you know a lot of teams will you know there's not too many legit high level a league type teams that that show up to these things yeah um you find a majority of your team somewhere between the b and the d level so our, our upper divisions have um, historically been smaller, you know, three or four teams. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, your, your silver and your bronze, you're, you'll get, you know, we'll get anywhere from five to eight teams in those divisions, you know, generally it just depends. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, it's, we, we do break it up into six just for, um, you know, to have the, the three on each side. Yeah, no, that's really good. And kind of going back uh, to something you were talking about just a little bit, you know, talking about sandbaggers, you know, and I, I don't, you know, I consider him a friend of mine. You don't have to consider him a friend, but uh, you, you just brought up sandbaggers. I just, I'm not trying to throw Matt Taylor under the bus. I just think that you should keep, keep an eye, just keep an eye, just keep an eye on him. That's all I'm going to ask. I, I'm sure this is, this is, this, this isn't news to you though. Yeah. That's a Brad. That's a Brad thing, you know. He, uh, I, I, I help. I help out more on hey, the public safety side. I'm not, level. Matt. I know you're listening. I'm not. Uh, you know, no, good Matt. And and Matt has been a big supporter of the tournament series. No, he has yeah, been. He has and, been. To, and a to, big supporter of the, of the show. To his to his credit, and uh-huh. you know, so where he, you know, hey, the numbers don't lie, right? Where right. you level is where you level, 
And that's yeah. that's, uh, no, that's I, all we can say. No, I just, I, I kid you guys. I literally just had written down, I have a couple show notes and I had throw Matt Taylor under the bus. So that, <laughs> that could have been, that could have been for any particular thing. I really just, I found a, a quick avenue or, or a quick way to do that. So, so that's, uh, that's kind of where I went with that. But um, anyway, Rick, so what, uh, so what team are you playing on? What division are you playing on? Um, what's your, how, how do you, how do you think you're going to do this tournament? How I, I kind of want the inside scoop. Uh, well, so I'm playing on the Dallas police team. I, I don't work for Dallas PD, but uh, I, that's the team is kind of branded as Dallas police. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be playing on that team. Um, it doesn't look like we're going to, we're talking about divisions. It doesn't look like we're going to have a gold division in, in public safety this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all the other, all the teams pretty much fall somewhere between the silver and the bronze category. So I think we'll be probably coded as silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I like uh, I like I like our team. Um, there, we're missing a few guys that would normally play, but uh, with the work schedules and yeah, you know, for us to you know, it's it's kind of a with the odd hours that we work, you know, we oh yeah, you, know, you got to take Impossible. off, and so it's it can be kind of challenging to to get a full a full squad out there of, of your you know all your your main guys, but. Um, so we're we're missing a few a few uh, good guys, but we'll still have a pretty decent team, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, at least down in Mansfield, of uh, you know some of the cops that we have down there. I think uh, Scott Green does he play in the tournament? If not, he's a good player. I don't know if he does or not, or if you know who he is, but he's a police officer. Uh, yeah, I, the name the name necessarily doesn't ring a bell. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I, I'm. I'm sure he's probably been out there you uh, know, yeah. over the last few years. Uh, well, if not, uh, I'll reach out to him. And uh, his, uh, his 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 son plays on the the Mansfield High School hockey team. So anyway, but uh, he comes out and, and skates Friday mornings. I uh, actually I tried to get him on the uh, on my men's league team, but he uh, you know just like you works all the time and just happens to work uh, work on Monday nights. But we, I don't know. We might try and. Uh, might try and make that uh, make that connection there, but um, anyway, Brad. So, how can people, um, you know, even people that aren't necessarily coming to play at this tournament, I mean, how can they, um, how can they come and how can they make an impact? You know, obviously they can come and watch the games, but you know, uh, like what what can people do to kind of to kind of help with this thing? Um, well, there's normally there's a lot, uh, uh, right. I mean, we usually have a really great setup at, at, uh, um, at the rinks that we're playing at. Usually we have a primary rink, a secondary rink. And now that we've grown, we actually have three rinks that, uh, that we play at, but, uh, the star center farmers branch is going to be the primary rink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that particular rink is as normal, right? And it's really a great experience. And it's just something I'm always in awe of, uh, every time we do this thing, but you know, we have pictures or the guns and hoses foundation has pictures of all the fallen officers, mm-hmm. uh, in there. So it's, you know, and it's a, it's, you really get caught up in the, uh, in the moment, and you know, while you're there, you're having fun, you're playing hockey, you're competing, uh, and you know, and again, having fun is is what this is all about. You really, you know, begin to understand that this is for something that's bigger, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Than, than everything, and you know, and again, a portion of the registration fees go back to the Guns and Hoses Foundation of North Texas. Uh, we've had uh, you know special events that we do. On that, uh, we're we are planning those uh, those kinds of things at our Plano rink. Uh, I know, and Rick, you could probably speak better to this than than I can, but I know that uh, the Guns and Hoses Foundation is going to be bringing out their smoker. Ooh, uh, okay, some, all right. Have some barbecue. Yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Uh, 
On that, yeah, no. So Brad said that Farmers is going to probably be the the main rink as far as the hub, um, where the administrative stuff will take place. But the Plano rink, um, and we're I think Guns and Hoses, we're really once the tournament gets going, we're really going to start pushing this. Is we're going to have a lot of a lot of activities because uh, with the Plano rink, they don't have a, a restaurant and a bar inside, so. Mm-hmm. As far as the you know TABC rules and regulations that we can and can't do, uh, we got a little more freedom at the Plano rink. So uh, what we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to have a nice big smoker out there. Be, um, I think they're going to be making some barbecue. They're going to be grilling hot dogs, hamburgers, um, giving away you know free drinks, free beer, um, and we're also going to have a cornhole tournament. Uh, at the Plano rink that's going to take place in the parking lot. And it's going to start on Friday, October 2nd, which is when the tournament starts, and it's going to run through Saturday. And uh, the winning teams on that, or the winning team members, are going to get a uh, bottle. Each each winning team member will get a um, bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey that is straight from Lynchburg. Um, we Guns and Hoses got a, a barrel and we had it individually bottled, and the bottles have a laser engraving of our Guns N' Hoses logo on them. So uh, the retail value on that's about $80 a piece. So if, oh. if you win the cornhole tournament, you uh, not only can uh, you know help your pride out, but you can also go home with a, a free bottle of Jack Daniels uh, whiskey and a, and a limited edition uh, collector's bottle. So yeah. uh, there'll be quite a few events going on uh, throughout the weekend, uh, but the Plano rink is... Uh, if you're looking to hang out, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll have merchandise, uh, Guns and Hoses merchandise tent uh, at both the Farmers and the Plano locations, and we have volunteers that that run those, and uh, so you'll be able to get the tournament T-shirts at either location. Uh, but if you're looking to hang out, come on out and watch some hockey and hang out and uh, get the full Guns and Hoses experience. I would say the Plano rink is probably where you want to venture well, to. And, and there, there were a bunch of key words that I feel like really stuck out there as far as like smoker, food, <laughs> beer, uh, cornhole, oh, yeah. uh, winning, well, those, those whiskey. Those are the essentials, right? Like, you know, <laughs> it's just That's like it. if you were to type like what, you know, terms like would most like, you know, not just Texans, but like people would be like, I don't know, probably like, I don't know, smoking food and uh, drinking beer, playing cornhole, and possibly winning whiskey. I think that's kind of the uh, the the whole, the whole roundup there. I, I don't think that there's anything. Yeah, we we generally have a pretty fun weekend. Uh, if you've been a part of this tournament in the past, or you're curious to see what it's about, um, you know, just come on out, check it out, because it is. Um, aside from the hockey, you know, being fun and competitive, it, yeah. it's it's. it's it's in this tournament particularly. It's almost more about the off ice stuff than it is the on ice stuff. And I don't know how many tournaments you can actually say that. Yeah. Well, and and I do remember there was um, there was was there like a Guns and Hoses beer last year? Is that was that a thing? Yeah. So we the, over the past well, our, our partnership with Lakewood Brewery in Garland mm-hmm. uh, that started. Man, I guess it was probably five or six years ago. We'll say I don't I don't know what the exact date was but uh during that that partnership that we had with them they created a beer and it's called all call mm-hmm. and i remember it a, it. yeah it is a kolsch style beer for you craft beer drinkers um in my opinion i feel i feel attacked rick like a, i feel attacked no i'm just kidding <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. I, well and i'm 
I've I've kind of turned the corner. I'm starting to right. dive in a little more to craft beers, but um, let me know. I, I stick to the, the the usual suspects, but no, to me, it kind of tastes more like a, a craft Miller Light, we'll say. Yeah. But they designed the beer specifically for the Guns and Hoses Foundation, and they still sell it. Uh, it's yeah. on tap in the tap room, uh, which is in uh, Garland, mm-hmm. and um, they also sell it if you go to your local Kroger or beer shop or something like that. They they uh, they'll have uh, total wine you know a place like that they should have uh, all call on tap now a portion of each pack they used to uh, like if you bought a six pack of all call a lakewood would donate a portion of those sales back to the guns and hoses foundation as well yeah. and the logo of all call actually has the police and fire flare with like kind of a badge design and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff so um we don't um i I don't know if that's I, that's not going to be uh, available this tournament. I think we're going to stick to the, oh, the yeah, regular yeah, yeah. or more more known and more popular yeah, beers yeah, yeah. this year. But yeah. uh, you know, you can still go check out All Call and, and Lakewood, and, and they're doing some good things over there for sure. Well, cool. Yeah, I just I, de- I definitely remembered that. I remembered getting just a, a bunch of I think they were like wooden tokens. And it was are, like yeah, it was are... yeah, it was like it's like here's wooden tokens. Like all right, what does a wooden token that's... get you? It's like oh, it gets you a beer. I'm like well, okay, I'm like yeah. there we go. We wooden started tokens. we started the famous uh, the famous wooden nickels. Yeah, uh, I love the wooden nickels. Three or four, yep. three or four seasons ago, uh, actually with this tournament, and it's. Uh, it has become a staple, uh, awesome. I think, with every adult event that uh, <laughs> that we do. And and just to just to kind of go back, I mean, you were you were asking how people can can get involved and, and help. You know, the, the biggest thing is, hey, come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Rick mentioned, you know, the Guns and Hoses Foundation. They do a lot. They they're going to have merchandise. They've got T-shirts. They've got hats. Uh, all kinds of things uh, out there. And it's you know, and again, it 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 truly is. While it is a hockey tournament, it's really more about the the cause and and what we're doing and bringing people together and kind of having that mix of public safety and the non-public safety folks just kind of merging the two and getting everybody involved and and doing that. So I would I would encourage people to stop by the you know the parking lot, Farmers Branch or in Plano, and pick up a shirt and come visit with your. Uh, with law enforcement or your fire folks and uh, and just have a good time. So, and and here's the thing, I guess, and I'm just going to set you up for this, Brad. I don't know if you'll actually be there, but there's a chance that you could beat Brad in Cornhole. You could probably, <laughs> you know, I'm sure he'll 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 get uh, he'll get forced to play a game or two. If you've ever wanted to beat him in anything, just play him in Cornhole. Uh, he'll be up there. Tell him uh, Adam sent you. As long as I'm not playing hockey. We're good. <laughs> yeah. So so I was so real quick. I know this is kind of off topic, but Brad never. Uh, how many times have you been out on the ice ever? No. no? Uh, three times uh, probably. Uh, two with my son. Uh, uh, and once, uh, once really kind of just skating around, yeah. uh, by myself. Uh, and that's, you know, that's really kind of how I got into all of this was, uh, my son started playing hockey. Oh, that's, yeah, and, that's exactly. Yep, and that's one of those that, you know, like most of us, right. You figure if, Hey, if I'm up at the rink, I might as well jump in and do something. And yeah. so I, uh, Jeez. I, I volunteered, I got on the board of, uh, one of the local associations and, uh, uh, very involved there, and then one thing kind of led to another with the Travel Hockey League, and then with Taha, and then yeah. uh, really uh, uh, eventually to uh, to the Dallas Stars here. And so, you know, I, I, I say it all the time, but I really got my son Jacob to thank for getting me involved in this step. And I've always loved the sport. I've always mm-hmm. loved watching the sport. I've been a huge fan of the Stars for years and years and years. Yeah. Uh, but uh, um, you know, again, coming from my background. 
uh, on the technical side. Uh, you know, it's, it's just been a really good marriage of my prior experience, uh, you know, from a project and a management perspective, uh, you know, into, into this. And so I have a lot of fun with it. Well, Brad, I think we have a lot of fun with you and this is just me speaking from, you know, cause you're about, ba- you know, during these tournaments, you're kind of bouncing around rink to rink and just making sure you're, you're checking in on us. You know what I mean? Which in a good way, in a, in a good way. But the other thing is every once in a while, you know, you kind of buy us lunch or something. You'd be like, Hey, you guys, you guys are doing well. Like, you know, there's some, you know, it, it, buy it, some it's part of it, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. you know. So, hey, you know, here's some, uh, so I think, uh, most of the time it was, uh, what is it? Chicken Express or Charlie's yeah, Chicken. It was like, all right. So we'd end up with, uh, all this good stuff. But, you know, I do appreciate you not just because every once in a while you would uh, bring us uh, fried chicken, but I just, you know. Well, thank you. I hope that you know that I, I like you more than just that. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, Rick, I hope that uh, you appreciate uh, Brad more than that. I'm hoping that, uh, but I don't know, hopefully he buys you lunch at some point, too. Uh, but yeah, anyway. no, he, Brad, Brad's ha- taking care of it. Have so, many yeah. times, yeah. Oh, many times. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I see how this the, works. You know, the, the behind-the-scenes meetings that take place with mm. me and, Another another member of the Guns and Hoses uh, board of directors and uh, just kind of getting this thing planned out and everything. So Brad's Brad's been good. He's taking care of us and you know just his uh, his help and his team's effort to make this event what it has become yeah. over the last few years is really more than I could have asked for to begin with. So yeah, well you, you know and I, I will say at least on my end of it, you know, being a operations manager at one of the star centers, I really can say it's kind of just like all hands on deck. Like, you know, I'm not saying that we, I would like to think we try hard all the time, but it's one of those things where, you know, you get tournaments, there's, there's eyes on rink and I want to make sure the ice is looking nice and it's nice and sharp and that the edges are, you know, good. And, um, you know, it is one of those things that I, I feel like, you know, the whole organization, you know, takes a bunch of pride in. So, you know, and it's not just the, um, Guns and Hoses tournaments or the adult tournaments, but, you know, even even the youth hockey tournaments, which it's kind of funny for me being on the uh, the other side of it. Like I said, I grew up playing travel hockey, but now it's like, OK, now I'm working during these. And then, you know, I'm uh, coaching, coaching during some of these. Uh, were they the shootouts? Is that what I'm thinking, Brad? Is that what I've done the past couple of seasons? The shootouts? The, we got a boot. Was that the shootout? That tournament? was a te- probably the Texas shootout. And again, that's our Labor Day tournament. That's our second largest youth tournament in the series. Yeah. Because that one was crazy too. That had, yeah, yeah, and it we're at all eight facilities. Um, you know, it, usually we range anywhere from you know eighty five to ninety five, uh, close to a hundred teams, and it's a good mix. A lot of uh, a lot of the Texas and Oklahoma teams uh, participate in that tournament, uh, but we do get you know last season we had three teams from Vegas. This mm-hmm. year we had a team from Atlanta. Yep. Uh, join us, but uh, again, and that's it's the seventeenth year. This this last Labor Day was the seventeenth season that we've been running that Texas shootout. Yeah, so it's become a mainstay, really. Yeah, so. yeah, and then um, so another tournament I was uh, wondering because I'm pretty sure that this is, or I wasn't sure that Silver Sticks tournament was that. Yeah, Winter Winter Clash, and that that one, you know, like every one of these tournaments, I mean, has has a story. Uh, it's been around for a while. It's always been kind of a premier tier two double A. Uh, tournament for for the youth uh, uh, for the youth teams and um, we ran it as the winter clash uh, it's in early December uh, typically and it's just a great time to have a hockey tournament yep. you know it's right before school gets out people are just coming back from the Thanksgiving holiday it's kind of dialed down it's just always been a really really good good place and and again like I said it's always been kind of a, one of the top tier two double a uh, events for 10U through 18U. Uh, 
that uh, you know, that you could find. And two seasons ago, uh, very similar to Guns and Hoses, uh, you'll, you'll kind of see a trend here, you know, strategic partnerships and these kinds of things. But uh, International Silver Stick had been in Texas, in Dallas, uh, previously for many years, uh, and really wanted to get back uh, to Texas for a you know, to have a regional qualifier, which all silver sticks are regional qualifiers. Yeah, because then they go up, is they, yeah, do they, they always go up to Canada? Yeah, afterwards? they go to the, 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 if you win your division, you get, you get to go up to Canada for the silver stick finals. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, I had a meeting with uh, uh, Scott McDowell, the local uh, uh, international silver stick director here, uh, and it was really a good meeting. It was a long meeting, but really a good meeting. And I think the struggle that we had was, with a full docket of tournaments, you know, in, in a given season, where would we put something like this? And I'll never forget going home uh, and kind of thinking this over. And uh, it was probably about 8.30 uh, that evening, and I called Scott and I said, listen, I, you know, I really feel like this is something that we should do. However, if we're going to do it, I want to kind of do something that nobody else can do because we, we've always had a lot of teams from out of state coming to participate in the Winter Clash. And I didn't want to lose that. uh, But at the same time, I also wanted to give the Texas and Oklahoma teams an opportunity to have a regional to qualify to go to Silver Mm Sticks. So um, I asked Scott, I said, what do you think about having a national qualifier? Uh, And he thought it was a great idea. Went up, uh, actually it was timely because the next week it was the board meeting uh, up in Canada. Uh, went and met with the Silver Stick Board. They unanimously agreed to give us the first and the only uh, national qualifying event sanction for the AA divisions. And so basically what that means in a normal, uh, in a normal year, teams, uh, provided that they have not won their regional Silver Stick, can actually come to Dallas for a second shot to go to the finals. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it was a, just a good mix uh, and a marriage of you know, still maintaining the out-of-town teams uh, coming in, and again, from Canada, from coast to coast, uh, as well as giving the Texas and the Oklahoma teams an opportunity to go to the finals. Now, we know that uh, because of the pandemic, uh, Silver Stick finals are actually canceled this year, but that doesn't negate the competition uh, levels. We've already got a number of teams that have already registered for other, from other areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in, so it's going to be a really, really good tournament. That one usually we run anywhere from sixty to sixty-five teams, so yeah. it's very exciting. Yeah, and I, I will say, you know, speaking for myself, it's just it's been really nice to have those tournaments back. And you know, there ha- there have been some changes, and I feel like you know changes for the best as far as you know the situations that we're in now. But it's just it's nice to be able just to kind of see you know kids because we were all kind of in that situation where we didn't know if hockey was ever going to exist you know uh, there was a certain point where nobody really knew and now that you know just I feel like there's a lot of people that are like okay like there's at least a little bit of return here and and just I I feel like I see happy families coming into the rink for their tournaments you know what I mean and it's like and and the other thing is too is we, we haven't gotten any pushback as far as these changes as far as 
you know, needing to, to take the time to make sure that, you know, everything's clean and, and safe for them, there's been no pushback. And I feel like a lot of that's just because they're just, they're grateful to be playing, you know, hockey again. And yeah. it's just one of those things when you take something away from somebody, you know, for good reason, because nobody knew what was happening, but then, you know, they're able to get that back. It's just like, yeah, hey, we're just, we're happy to be back here. We're happy to be out, you know, back out on the ice. And, you know, there's tournaments going again. I can just see that, there, I just see a lot of happy families again that, you know, I just... Sure. And, as, and, and as you know, I mean, safety's paramount here. Oh, and, yep. and, oh absolutely, yeah. And and it's something that uh, that I know our facilities, you know, and the STARS, we take a lot of pride in. And, uh, you know, we uh, uh, we really strive to, to serve as a model, yep. uh, for lack of a better description, for the rest of... Uh, rest of the nation, I know I, you know, myself and my staff, we certainly do from a tournament's perspective. But, you know, uh, you, I think one one thing that uh, you had maybe touched on earlier is Texas uh, as a whole, you know, and, and Dallas area specifically, uh, is really become a destination for hockey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that we, you know, the consistency with what we've been doing that we've seen season over season over season, you know, people come here and I, I say this to everybody all the time and, you know, I'm not tooting our horn by any means Mm -hmm. here, but once you've been here from another state and you've played hockey here in Texas, you want to come back, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I've seen it time and time again with these teams. I mean, the season before last, we had two teams from, uh, uh, Colorado association, uh, come here. And then the next year they brought all 11. Yeah. You know, and their their big challenge, you know, that they their big request to me, and they didn't think that we would be able to do it, uh, was they wanted all the teams to stay together at the same hotel. Now you figure eleven teams, that's quite a few rooms. Well, we well, got the DFW. We we uh, we actually reached out. We were partnered with Hilton at the time, and uh, the Hilton Anatol uh, stepped up to the plate and and was able to accommodate. So you know, great story. But everybody loves coming here. Yeah, you know, to play hockey. So. Yeah, well, no, I've I, I've seen it. I've been down here. I I was a part of it when I was young, and it's just kind of continued to uh, grow and grow. And it's just kind of one of those awesome things to where, like, um, you know, because I, I feel like I'm in a position to where I just, you know, not just a part. Of, like, obviously, this podcast is here to, uh, you know, a, you know, be be fun for me. I like having you know uh, people like you and and Rick on. But the other side is like I really do just have like a natural inclination to try and grow the sport or be a uh, another voice out there for saying like hey hockey's great like try it like I don't care if you've never played before if you haven't just try go you know skate because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of benefits and you know I really feel like this kind of you know it's it, it's funny because I almost feel like this is a triple partnership here it's like you know um uh, you know rick and guns and hoses had their thing going on they partnered you know with the dallas stars tournaments which you know just made it even better then somehow i was able to get kind of involved you know here years and years and years later but it's just one of those things to where all three of us or all three of our organizations kind of have the same idea and it's one of those things to where if we can all just put it together then you're reaching more people and you can affect more people in a positive way you know what I mean? So I really felt like this whole kind of podcast just kind of aligned with 
what it is that we were already doing. And then, you know, obviously anything that I can do to, you know, help any of the, you know, stars organization or stars, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's kind of why I'm here at the, at, at the end of the day. Sure. Um, but anyway, so we're getting, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. We're getting, uh, close on, close on time here. So, um, I don't know if Rick or, uh, Brad, if either one of you guys have listened to the podcast before, but this is usually about the time that we have our shout outs. So you can shout out, it could be a person, it could be a place, it could be an idea, it could be uh it could be a thing, it could be kind of whatever you want to. So uh Rick, I'm gonna um I'm gonna put you up to bat here first. Do you have anybody to shout out? Do you have anything? It could be multiple shout outs, you can take as much time as you want. Uh I mean not really. I just uh you know, when I advertise for our tournament, it's that's uh, good, that's good Friday, enough. Friday, October second, and concludes on Sunday, October fourth. And uh, like we talked about, Farmers Branch in Plano, come on out. Um, we're going to have lots of volunteers making sure that you guys, anybody that comes out or participates, has a great time. And um, if you want any more information on the Guns and Hoses Foundation of North Texas, you can check out the website. And that's gunsandhosesnorthtx.org. And they'll give you information on kind of maybe a little more about what the foundation's about. Uh, calendar of events throughout the year. We don't just do the the boxing, golf, and hockey. We got uh, some other cook-offs and other car show event type things that we show up at and make an appearance to. So there's plenty of ways to get involved. And uh, of course, if you feel inclined to donate, there's a place on there as well. Um, You know, all the volunteers, uh, myself, all the other board members, all the time and effort that we put into Running these events, um, we don't get paid for, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's all volunteer work, volunteer our time, our effort. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's a great organization. It's a great group of people. So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in these next uh, about a week and a half or so when this tournament gets kicked off. All right. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to advertise for this thing. Oh, hey, not a problem. Hey, and I, I will say this. We will meet in person because I will make it up there to Plano. I'll, I'll find you, okay? I have your number now. I, I had to get it to, to call you for the podcast. So since I have it now, I'm going to track you down. Um, we're probably good. We're probably going to try and beat Brad in uh, Cornhole. I think that should be our, <laughs> our goal, should be to, to probably try and find him and just beat him in Cornhole. Um, but anyway. Hey, Rick, that works. Yeah. I can get you some pretty neat guns and hoses swag, too. I know somebody. Oh, well, well, hey, hey, we, we got a, a new studio thing coming up. So, you know, we're trying to get all the gear we can. Uh, we're maybe even trying to go, I don't know, visual at some point, you know, let people kind of see what's going on. So actually, I'm trying to get all this. Yeah, like I said, gear together and, uh, you know, we'll put up uh, put it up on the wall. You know, we'll, we'll figure out some place to do with it. But uh, Rick, uh, I'll let you go ahead and sign off. I know you have to kind of uh, get ready for work here. But Rick, I really, really appreciate you coming on, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Uh inviting me to uh, join and talk about the foundation and the tournament and like i said look forward to seeing everybody here in about a week and a half all right awesome Rick. all right hey we'll talk to you later bud all right hey brad so here now the same question for you you had more time to think about it so i always feel bad if i have two guests on because you know one of them gets a little bit shorter notice but hopefully in that amount of time maybe you had a couple people you might want to shout out well it's you know it kind of goes back to to how i opened here um you know first off just to uh, thank again rick and the guns and hoses foundation of north texas i mean this is truly a great partnership uh you know most of all thanks to these guys for keeping us safe i mean they're on the front lines every day doing what they do and and we can do what we do because of them so 
you know, again, it's a great cause. It's a great tournament. For those of you who did not uh, have the opportunity to get involved in the 14th Annual Guns and Hoses uh, here coming up uh, next weekend, the 15th Annual Guns and Hoses USA Hockey Adult Classic will be in June, uh, towards the end of June uh, next summer. So I would strongly encourage you to uh, stay tuned to our website. It's uh, www.dallastars.com forward slash tournaments. Uh, you can see all of the tournaments that we have uh, in our series, our 7-Eleven Extreme Tournament Series uh, for this season. Uh, the 15th Annual Guns and Hoses will be out there very, very soon. Uh, and then, um, you know, again, just a big shout out to the rinks. I mean, these things run uh, uh, I, you know, I'm hesitant to say perfectly, Never perfect. but they, but they do run very, very well. Uh, the feedback that we get from the teams, whether they be, you know, local or out of town is, is always great. Uh, and that's what keeps them, uh, uh, keeps them coming back. So again, thanks for having us. Hey, no, it was, uh, it was just kind of this whole thing has been kind of awesome. It was nice to meet Rick. It, it's kind of, you know, it's fun. You know, I've only been down here a couple of years, but it just seems like with kind of having this podcast and being able to kind of reach out to people that are doing things down here and they, sure. they, they, they just kind of want the, they kind of want a voice to maybe reach a, a few more people. And so I'm definitely, you know, Brad, I've always enjoyed you come. I know that we always kind of have good conversations yes, when sir. you come into the rink anyway. So I was really amped to kind of just see you again and then just kind of, uh, uh, you know, get to talk to Rick well, a little bit. So. I'd, I'd be missed if I didn't uh, agree with you and say the same. And, and I mean, we can't leave this thing without saying, "Hey, go stars!" Hey, right? go stars! Okay, all right. So we're we're uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. You know, th- I know that they lost last night, but they were like they. What I'm looking forward to is just continuing to see that uh, perseverance. When you're down 3-0 in the first, it would have been really easy. And not to be whatever. I'm calling out some of you Stars fans on social media or whatever. Like, oh, it's over after the first period. Then they come back by a couple. It's like, all right, like that could have gone a whole bunch of different ways. But if you don't think those boys got fighting them, you're wrong, okay? I I, I continue to watch. They have proved so many people wrong. So just continue to watch the Stars. Just watch the Stars, all right? Okay, so I'm going to do my final uh, little shout-out here. So I'm going to shout-out my – I am the head coach of the Mansfield um, Junior Varsity Bronze Team, and um, they have just – they had a really, really great practice last night, and I'm really proud of them, and I think we're kind of trending in the right direction. Um, Just as far as, like, uh, coming together as a team and and doing all these things, and I'm really, really – I'm proud of them, okay? So I'm really just I'm taking this time out. We still have some games ahead of us. We still have some things that we need to uh, accomplish, but I'm just really proud of how they've kind of stepped up. And I'm a little rough on them sometimes. I make them skate. You know, I don't uh, don't let them uh, slide on a lot of things. But they uh, they seem to react well to it, and uh, I just really think that we have a good season uh, coming up. But anyway, uh, Brad, thanks again for coming on. Um, check sure. out the Guns and Hoses tournament. Um, there's a website. We will post this. Um, and we will post the website, all the information that you need to uh, get that checked out. All right. Well, hey, uh, follow us or I'm sorry, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify. I think iTunes is a follow or a like. It's a pink button. It's on a white page. So it really stands out. Hit that one. Um, all right. Well, hey, we got episodes coming out every Thursday. So check us out next week. All right. Later, guys.